Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I help women who are struggling with the overwhelm of trying to balance being a wife, mother, and career woman. When they work with me, they discover how to design their life so they can live in alignment with their priorities. And so the topic of today's podcast is how to improve your relationship with food featuring Lindsay Antman. Lindsay is here with us today, and I'm so excited to share her with you. But before we get started, I have something for you. It is my ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. You can download it for free on my website, tinaheisman.com. And I would also like to invite you to my private group on Facebook, where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search A Life Designed in the Facebook search bar. All right, now let's dive in and talk about how to improve your relationship with food. And I'm so excited to have Lindsay here with me today. Lindsay is an eating psychology coach, and she helps her clients understand their unique relationship with food, and she teaches them how to nourish their bodies in a sustainable way that works for them. And she's very passionate about this topic because she's had her own personal journey through disordered eating and thinking around food. And so that journey led her to get a bachelor's degree in nutrition and now certified as a mind-body eating coach and a yoga instructor. So Lindsay has like this whole mind-body-spirit thing going on, which is what you guys know I preach to you all the time. And in fact, the name of her business is the Mind Body Kitchen, where she works with her individual clients. So without further ado, welcome, Lindsay. Thanks, Tina. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have you here with your wisdom. And I really, if you guys could see Lindsay, she's always smiling. She has a great big smile. And she is really, um, she's energetic and just so warm and loving. Like she she will make sure in a room of people that she says hi to you. And it's she's just such a lovely person. And I really want to share her with you today. And so let me help you get to know her. Lindsay, will you take a minute and tell us about you and your journey and how you got here? Yeah. Well, thank you, Tina, so much. You just warmed my heart. <laughs> um, well, you know, I always knew there was more to a person's health than just what we put on our plate. That is so important to me. And it took me a long time to realize this. Um, and that comes from my own personal experience of disordered eating. I was about 16 when my relationship with food changed. And I remember it as if my approach to food shifted almost overnight. Like one day I was eating French fries and chocolate chip cookies for lunch with my friends. And then the next day I was getting grapes and cheese or like Caesar salads for lunch. Like, and I was still hungry after meals. So it wasn't just about eating healthier. I was ignoring my hunger and that kind of became a game for me. I started to completely change the way I ate and my body image plummeted. Um, I thought I had to lose weight in order to be liked, loved, successful, to become the person that I didn't already think I was. And I never had a quote unquote weight problem. So I'm not really sure, you know, how that story got stuck in my head or how that was created, but it's more common for people than we think. Um, and I, it probably had something to do with my fear of gaining that freshman 15. If anyone else can relate to that listening, it's like I was gearing up to get ready to go to college and I knew I wanted to be in a relationship with someone and feel confident in my body. And I had to have the quote unquote perfect body doesn't exist, by the way. Um, and in order to do that, I decided I had to count my calories, weigh myself every day and exercise like crazy. So you get the point. I was living in misery. Um, 
over time, I started binge eating. I was down to 100 pounds and I got there in not a healthy way. I was restricting my food and I was slowly realizing that my challenges around food were not about food. I wasn't sure who to turn to, a, a counselor, a nutritionist, like I didn't know where to go. So I focused inward. I healed myself over time because I knew something had to change in my mind. So I dove deeper into my, my relationship with food. And it wasn't until a couple years after I graduated with my degree that I found the Institute for the Psychology of Eating. And this was right around the time I decided to launch my own business, Mind Body Kitchen. And I went through their program, which was an eight-month online program. And I'm so thankful that I did because everything that they share and talk about completely aligned with what was already in my heart because of my own experience. So um, that was my journey. And here we are today. And I absolutely love what I do. Oh, it shows. It shows every time I see you. It's so, so beautiful. And so thank you for sharing your story with us and being very vulnerable. I know that um, that can be hard to do sometimes, but I think that we can all resonate with some part of your story and, um, you know, just always this pressure from society to look a certain way and, and everything else. And food is in some way or another, it affects every single one of us. And, and I'm certain of this. And it's also pretty interesting that we're doing this timing wise with the holidays coming up, right? Cause a lot of, a lot right. of food is going to be served this holiday time. <laughs> so maybe this can just be um, a light, a guiding light for all of us as we are going forward here. So, when you have clients come to you to work with you, what are maybe some of the top complaints that they come to you with and how do you help them? Yeah, so I work with a wide range of all different kinds of things, but I would say the top three are weight, digestion, and just overall improving their relationship with food. And I can dive in a little bit with each of those. So weight um, is the client who has tried everything under the sun. And when nothing else has worked, they don't know where else to turn. They don't know what else to do. And again, weight isn't always just about the food. So that's what makes this approach different. And it's exactly what most people need. Um, oftentimes, they're trying to follow every new diet or system out there, and it's just not the right one for them. Or they aren't getting all the tools they need to make that specific way of eating successful and sustainable, which really are the most important things. Um, the second digestion, that's huge. About 75% of adults in the US experience ongoing digestive discomfort. Um, and my mom actually has Crohn's disease. She was diagnosed in her 20s. So for those who don't know, it's a chronic immune system condition causing inflammation. So I can relate to that on a personal level, how challenging it can be when your body isn't functioning the way it should. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a chronic illness, but that's um, digestion is huge for people. When you're not feeling well in your tummy, you're not feeling well in your life. Um, and then the third is just improving their relationship with food. I've worked with several clients who don't necessarily want to lose weight. They might not even have a digestive challenge, but oftentimes a poor relationship with food is accompanied with low energy. And that's not a given. It's just what I've noticed in my practice. Um, but if they can improve their energy, that's like a bonus. But really, they want to better understand themselves and their values and how those are connected to what they're eating. And that's not always easy to do, right? It's like when people say, 
I know what I should do, but I can't seem to get myself to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so we explore that a little deeper. That's probably the biggest thing. I think most of us kind of know what we should be doing, mm-hmm. but it's, it's like, feels like willpower can be really hard sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I bet a lot of your work helping your clients is around that, around the, the, the mindset. I can Right, see. right. Like all the shoulds and all the, well, this is what she did and that worked for her. Why isn't it working for me? Yeah. Right. So there's a reason why it doesn't work for you or, you know, maybe we can support you a little more on that. Um, and if it's just not in alignment with your core values, you know, you may not even realize that, but it's just talking through it. Some people are like, oh yeah, that's why it doesn't work for me. You know? <laughs> so Neat. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So those are kind of the three main things that clients come to you with. Mm-hmm. If you had to say like, you know, through just the passion that you have for what you do, like if you had to say like, what are two or three things that you wish that everyone knew that could really help them, what what would you say? Um, the biggest thing is there is no such thing as a perfect diet. Mm. There is no such thing. And specifically, you know, because we're in all these trends lately, that any way of eating that restricts a macronutrient, so think carbohydrates, protein, or fat, that is not sustainable. So they're called macronutrients for a reason, right? Your body needs them for long-term function and restriction, restricting one in excess for too long leads to more challenges that need to be addressed. So it's just this ongoing battle with yourself. So there's a lot of talks about things like keto, um, which restricts carbohydrates, um, even the healthy ones like fruits and vegetables, and then juicing, which completely restricts um, fiber and fat and protein. These are all essential for the body. So, um, you know, there are some nuggets of wisdom in a lot of these things. But when we take it to the extreme, we just have to know that that is not like the one answer for all eternity of health. Like, we're human, and we need these things for a reason. Yeah, I love Um, that. So that's one. And then the second thing, and this is a lot of what I learned in my training through the Institute is um, that the optimal state for digestion assimilation of nutrients, so how we absorb and metabolize nutrients, and calorie-burning metabolism is a relaxed state of body and mind. And in the science world, we call that parasympathetic nervous system dominance. So you could be eating the healthiest diet in the world, but if you are not in a relaxed state of body and mind, if you're constantly judging yourself, if you're thinking negative thoughts, if you're um, looking at yourself in the mirror and thinking saying horrible things to yourself. Um, doesn't matter if you go out to lunch and have a salad. You're not, it's not serving you because of the stress that's going on in your body and mind. So that's why stress management is a lot of what I do as well. Wow. That's really interesting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. And just think about all the people out there who are working so hard, like you're stressing yourself out, trying to eat healthy and that's just adding to the stress that you already have. Exactly. That's wonderful to know that you're able to help people with that. Okay, so I was wondering, do you have like um like a little mini case study that you could share with us about a client that you've helped before? Yeah, and I can try to make it quick. <laughs> um, so I've been working with a woman. I'm still working with her. She's 49 years old. Um, she was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis when she was 27. Um, she works out every day. Ideally, she'd like to lose 20 to 30 pounds, but 
primarily her biggest reason for seeing me is this um, digestion. You know, that's her biggest concern. She specifically, you know, not to have share too much, but uh, she's got uncontrollable diarrhea, often getting sick after eating, sometimes by vomiting. And she would frequently be up all night in discomfort. So lack of sleep. Um, and she just couldn't get a handle on this, right? Not sure what was going on. Um, and I noticed right off the bat from our first session that she was living in a mild, res- a mild stress response related to a fear that she had around food, you know, not knowing when or what would cause her to feel these symptoms. So the stress of it all alone was probably exacerbating the issue. Um, so some of the things we've worked on just in three months are kind of creating a new definition of healthy. You know, many of the foods that weren't making her sick are the ones that generally aren't on the healthy list, as people would say. Um, Practicing non-judgment is something we've worked on. Basically, I gave her permission to enjoy food and let go of the fear of the unknown, which was causing a lot of her stress, like I said. Um, And I gave her some breathing techniques and meditation, and we, we worked a little bit on nutrition as well. Uh, but after about a month of just doing those things, two sessions later, she was only getting sick once or twice a week, sometimes not at all. So that was huge. Um, and she also said she was sleeping a lot better. And after three months of working together, she said her energy was improved by 50 to 60 percent and her digestion was improved by 75 to 80 percent. That's in three months. And remember, she was diagnosed when she was 27 with this chronic digestive discomfort that was coming and going and she didn't really know why. Um, so yeah, our, you know, our work isn't quite over, but there's always an aha moment at every session, something improves and she's having fun with it. Oh, Lindsay, that's so amazing. I love that story. I'm so glad that she found you to get help from you. Yeah. That's amazing. Very inspiring. Um, I was thinking about like, if you had like one kind of closing thought we're getting up here and and close to finishing like what would kind of that be what would you leave us with yeah so I guess my takeaway would be that you know you can have fun with this nutrition doesn't always have to be stressful it can be fun and a lot of my clients actually all of my clients find the work that we do very rewarding based on the personal journey they go through um they're fascinated. They're excited by what they get to learn about themselves, not just, okay, here's a diet. Here's what you can eat. Here's what you can't eat. Here's what, how you should move your body. Like, no, people think they want that, but they really don't want that. People don't want to be told what to do. Um, they know what to do. They just need to have the support and the permission to honor their intuition. And that's something we humans all have. It's about learning how to tap into that. Mm, so true. That's really true. (laughs) That's so much the coaching that I do as well. Like, you know, we know deep inside what we need to do. But that's the beautiful thing about having a coach is that gives you that time and that space, right? When you're with your clients, they're giving themselves the gift of that session to get in touch with themselves and go deep. Otherwise, we're just too busy managing so many things in our lives, right? Uh Right. So, Lindsay, I know that people are going to want to reach out and get in touch with you after hearing this podcast today. Will you tell us some of the ways that they can do that? Yeah. So uh, the best way is probably through email. You can actually find that on my website. It's www.mindbodykitchen.org. 
Um, I'm on Instagram at Mind Body Kitchen. I'm also on Facebook. You can find me uh, through my name, Lindsay Antman, or my business page. Um, and yeah, those are probably the best ways to contact me. And I noticed you have a free ebook on your website. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, when you go to my website, it should just pop up. And if you want that, I can uh, send that over to your email. And it's pretty long, but <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun one. Good. Well, that would be a great, a great way for people to maybe get started and get to know you even better than they did today on our little call. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for being here and sharing your stories and your wisdom with our listeners. And you guys be sure to go to her website, mindbodykitchen.org, and you can you know, download that free ebook and connect with her on social media, like she said. Also, if you are looking for um, my free guide to guilt-free self-care, you know, that's on my website. And then we have the Life Design Community on Facebook. So I want to thank you all so much for listening in. And thank you, Lindsay. Thank you so much, Tina. This was great. Have a great week, everyone.